Welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. I'm Caleb. We've got Rhiannon. We've got Adam. It's your usual crew. How are you guys doing this fine summer day as we prepare for a hurricane? I needed something to binge while we hurricane things here. And uh, I just watched John Wick for the first time. Oh, freaking movie ever. Okay, give me your thoughts. Let's let's see what I, this is. I really liked it. I liked it, yes. Adam. I, 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 it, so it's on Peacock. The whole trilogy is on Peacock right now. Hmm. So anybody wanting to watch it? Um, no, I've, I only watched the first one and I knew the dog was going to die. So that, mm-hmm. you know, like I was emotionally prepared for that. Um, and I thought it was a good movie. I don't know why. I mean, I feel like it was a very short movie, mm-hmm. but um, but I don't feel like they dragged anything dragged on longer than it needed to. Like, I mean, you knew he, I knew there were two more movies and, you know, he would probably come out on top. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. So I'm probably going to, while this hurricane blows through, watch the other two. Um, hoping, hoping I keep power, but my my building's a little off the grid. So, um, Caleb, this... are you ready? It's coming closer to you. Uh, I don't think it is anymore. Oh no, it's it's shifted quite a bit west. So, <sighs> I, I hear like Long Island's really getting that right now. So. Um, does it scare you to be that high up? Like, I love the idea of living as tall in the air as you do, but this would be one time where that would kind of freak me out a little bit. Um, no, I'm really excited. Okay. Um, I mean, like I, I kind of, this is the biggest thing that I missed. So when I go to the office, it's on the 53rd floor and I love watching storms from the office. Oh yeah. So I'm really excited to watch this hurricane from my apartment. I mean, I have a friend that rode out um, Maria in Puerto Rico, and she felt the same way. She was like, I'm excited. I'm going to stay in my hotel room. These hotel rooms are built to sustain hurricanes. And, you know, like a couple hours into it, she was peeing her pants down in the ballroom, bottom floor, like um, all of that. But we're not getting a Maria. We're getting a category one hurricane. Honestly, if stuff really hits the fan. I'll just be peeing my pants over all the work I'll have to do afterwards. Yeah. The thing that really ticks me off, uh, anytime weather conditions happen at approximately 10 a.m. on Sunday, Mm -hmm. it forces me into a, are we going to cancel or are we not going to cancel circumstance at work? And I hate it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I get 5,000 emails. I mean, that slightly overestimates our attendance, but still I get texts all day. Oh, we have church. We have church. We have church. I always want to be like, calm down. Let me check the weather report. Let me make this decision. And so um, I'm not happy about that part, but that's a very mundane issue to be worried about. (laughs) I mean, and it is hitting you at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. The By the time, time this comes week. out, it'll be passed and it won't matter. Listeners will be very <laughs> bored by this. Caleb, so well, now what you need to do now is go get a red pick 'em up truck um, <laughs> and pop cans and a oh, garbage oh. can. You can name Dorothy Seven. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you cut them twister. into little windmills. Yes. yes. And just drive around in the hurricane and then it'll go away or whatever it does. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys know what my job really is. I just sit here cutting up Coke cans. She just cuts Coke cans all day pitching potential twister sequels yeah Yeah. so while we're doing our chat at the beginning which is always too long 
Uh, I went to a concert last night for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about whether movies should still happen or not. Based on the 20,000 high and drunk people who were all maskless and shoulder to shoulder last night. I would guess to say that people really want to go see a movie. They're going to still go see a movie. What concert it was, was it? It was Dave Matthews. Look at that. Caleb getting the COVID to go to Dave Matthews. <laughs> go to Dave Matthews. <laughs> Seriously. I was like the only guy with a mask on, you know, like so. But did you have cargo shorts on? No, no, oh. no. I, I was a little worried about how. So I very much like Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried about like how the crowd would act and how that would feel like a mirror for myself in a very negative way, but it was all right. I have a game to play at Dave Matthews. I've only gone to one Dave Matthews concert, but I have a game that I played there that I really enjoyed that I'll explain to you offline at some point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The thing that really bothered me is I was hoping that we were entering old person concert where like Dave has been around long enough that people would like sort of just sit and listen to music. I still had all these 25 year olds around me, like jumping around and dancing and made me stand up the whole freaking time. uh, What do they call Jimmy Buffett parrot heads or whatever? Right. Jimmy Buffett fans. Yeah. Being 80, 90 years old. Those, those people are still pretty, pretty mad at them. Jimmy Buffett concerts. My game now is don't buy tickets. Go a couple hours early where everybody's getting drunk in the parking lot, and somebody will be too drunk to go and just giving away tickets. I've heard all it takes is what two drinks for some of those people. I mean, yeah, 90 degrees, 90 degrees, 90 years old. Uh, Well, it was both last night, but (laughs) (laughs) no, yeah, I've heard that the Jimmy Buffett tailgate is usually (laughs) much better than the concert. So, yes, yes, the Jimmy Buffett tailgate, everybody while he's still alive should maybe go experience a jimmy buffett tailgate or two i have a few stories of those from my childhood my parents took me to lots of jimmy i buffett don't know concerts. why that was one of the very first messages i sent once you know started hitting the fan last year i'm like man hopefully jimmy buffett makes it through this <laughs> that's a really weird first thought adam yeah i don't that know is... why either i'm like geez i've never been and i've always wanted to oh um, yeah you should go adam so we were, I don't, yeah, we were talking about people we wanted to see. And that was right at the time in the same conversation. Um, we were talking about Rage and Run the Jewels, how they had to cancel their tour. Mm-hmm. How that's like the perfect duo um, that I've always wanted to see. And then yeah. they canceled it. And so we pivoted from Rage to Jimmy Buffett, which is kind of a breakneck pivot. I even went to the Jimmy Buffett. They did a Margaritaville Broadway show that nobody needed mm-hmm. but uh the tickets were super cheap and like for 40 bucks i got to sit like center center orchestra seats and it was such a good time like they did a really good job they put together a stupid little story that incorporated like a bunch of his famous songs and you know at the end they threw beach balls in the audience and everybody left happy that the touring show came through providence and we have season tickets yeah but uh, my wife went with one of her friends because I was that not interested. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of friends that like it came to on touring and they had season tickets and they're like, why do I have to go to this? Anyways, wait, season tickets to Margaritaville? Sorry, I would just no. Too no. much no. Jimmy if you, Buffett. If you get season tickets to your local playhouse, uh, a lot of times you get like every show that tours through. All right, one sec. Let's back up a stack. What's a playhouse? <laughs> 
That's so a like joke. a place for That's the kids. Yes, yes. Okay, that was okay. That was a joke. That was a joke. Cedar Rapids does have one. Yeah. So I also have a theater. They have a theater, but the ENR switched around, so they also have a theater or the, the tree, three tree, three three. Tree. Well, no, they're trying to be fancy with the theater yeah. with the RE. Mm-hmm. Theater, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fancy theaters, Adam. I'm glad we're prolonging this, so I can't rage against the Eternals trailer. <laughs> we've got a, that fully. We've got a good lineup coming this year. We've got Hamilton's coming back, and. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen is going to be here, and uh, uh, what else was on there? Well, that's the thing. Like they sell these season tickets, like basically to get a ticket to Hamilton, you have to have a season tickets. So all these people then end up having a ticket to Margaritaville, and that's how they sell their tickets to Margaritaville. But you see great shows. Like I love Come From Away. Like I just think it's fantastic. I would have never went to see it if I had not has season tickets so i highly recommend come from away it's like the first thing i recommend to people when they realize they can't afford hamilton yep the band's visit was another one that i probably wouldn't have seen otherwise mm-hmm. but i actually enjoyed so cool i uh i love how you guys are talking like oh yeah come to new york and providence where there's hamilton and hades town and lion king and i'm like come to cedar rapids where you got Mannheim steamroller and <laughs> uh that irish clogging group or yeah. <laughs> blue man group sixth troop you know yeah i was gonna make a joke about that other band that's kind of Mannheim steamroller but oh, trans-siberian orchestra there you go oh, yeah. i was just a little slow <laughs> yeah i'm just uh, proud of adam for pulling out hades town when we didn't even say that one that's it's so. good i, I really want to go there i'm on this huge um, mythology kick yeah um, that's that's going to be my first Broadway show when they reopen. I have tickets in a few weeks. I watched a little bit bootleg, um, and I liked it. And then I felt bad. I'm like, I think this you is pretty really good. Like I it. want to support it with money, so I stopped watching. You and should come to New York Comic Con and see Hamilton. I mean, Hades Town, not Hamilton. You can't afford him. Yeah, and Hades Town probably isn't cheap either. <laughs> Hades Town isn't cheap. No, but it's still original cast mostly oh yeah so most of the i mean this is not a broadway podcast but um all of the original cast except for hades is coming back when they reopen and hades is only he might be back by new york comic-con he would just he had other filming and then he'll be coming back and it will be the original cast um so let's talk about the eternals trailer adam has already mentioned that he hated it Uh, so here's what i'll do to help be positive let me start by listing all of the ways that this trailer did what the last trailer did not for me. And then we'll let Rhiannon and Adam share and Adam can poop on it. Um, so I don't know. I kind of like this trailer. Last time we talked about not much plot. I feel like this gave us a sense of plot. Talked about how we had 10 characters. I don't know any of their personalities. Thought we got quite a bit of personality out of this one. Brian Tyree. Um, I always forget. Is it Henry? Is Henry, that right? Yeah. I thought he was hilarious in his few couple of lines. I really enjoyed him. I feel like we got personalities out of a bunch. We got to see the power sets in an interesting way. I think they are going to like individualize their power sets. Got to see the deviants. We got a sense of like the plot. We got a sense where it fits in the MCU timeline. I don't know. All that stuff kind of had me jazzed. I mean, we're going to talk about more, but I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. How do you I'm, guys feel? <laughs> I'm with you, uh, Caleb. Like, I feel a little bit. You know, like one of my big complaints of the other ones is, okay, they've shown us that it's 
you know, the sepia toned world and that it's, you know, these faces looking gritty or whatever. And now we know a little bit about the personalities and where it fits <laughs> and what they're doing and um, yeah, something about this world. So I, I still feel like this because we all know what Adam's about to say, but I still feel like this is a movie that they're putting out there to bring in a new audience. So they're throwing enough in this to get like the MCU folks, the Marvel folks, you know, oh, you need to know about this because, you know, it's Marvel. But I do feel like these trailers are more trying to get your Game of Thrones people that that love Kit Harrington and your Angelina Jolie fans and all of that that haven't yet come to a Marvel movie, trying to get them involved as well. Um. I would have zero interest in it if it wasn't a Marvel movie, really. Like I have, I, like I, nothing about it has won me over at this point. Um, but I guess my excitement level has gone up a tiny bit. The biggest of dumps on Jack Kirby's grave. The biggest. They are in right all over his legacy, man. It's disgusting. Save for two, um, what those celestial shots, man. It's. People say it's beautiful. Who gives a beautiful? Okay, uh, what what's what's beautiful about it? Sama higher karate than Horus. I mean, yeah, that's kind of beautiful, <laughs> I guess. You know, <laughs> like, I love how you just like unmade your argument very quickly. Like what's uh, you said? Personality. I saw zero personality. Brian Tyree Henry, sure, but everyone else. I mean, Kit Harrington and Richard Madden looked like the same exact character. And there's just a bunch of ominous looking off screen and, and all sorts of stuff. The trailer did, by the way, confirm one of the plot leaks on uh, Reddit. So if you do want to see the whole plot movie, it's 98% out there. Um, it's just, it looks bland, man. It looks bland. The, the first character posters we get are in black and white. You know, um, the, the costumes still aren't doing it for me the stands are getting to me i mean you can love what you want to love but i mean i know chloe Zhao has an oscar but the russo brothers also have you mean you me and dupree in addition to avengers endgame you know like it's it's not gonna be it's probably gonna be decent because it's you know how much over site does a director actually get on a marvel project and yada 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 and it goes through five rounds of test screenings and it goes through reshoots and reshoots and reshoots so i don't know it just looks like a big old turd to me so far someone i uh, someone instantly texted me i don't want to put them out there because i actually think he does listen to me but he uh was going on and on and on about um how it's beautiful and it's human and all this it's but these aren't humans. Like, who cares if it's very human and it's, it's a deconstruction of the the superhero genre? It's not. I don't. I don't care. I mean, sure, I, you guys can like it. I don't. I don't care for that stuff. Like Caleb said, I I don't spend that outrageous popcorn money to you know let let me detach from reality for a bit. You know, I don't want to go see people be sad on a movie theater. Like, why why are these people sad? They can't die. You know, like they live forever and they're sad. Let's, I don't, who cares about the heartbreak, yeah. man? Just give us big old stuff. It hasn't impressed me. And then the, the, 
the posters they released are just why is everything yellow why is everything with like sand so it cracks me up though adam because a lot of the dialogue i'm seeing online is everyone's like thank god this is finally different these are posters that finally don't look like you know the overstuffed ridiculous character posters it's not like the shang chi trailer where they put a random audi in it or whatever like I'm seeing so many people reacting positively to the differences that you don't like, which I think is interesting that there's that dialogue going it's on. It's the too. art house people, man. It's the people that are calling Eternals a film. It's the <laughs> MCU's first film. Can't wait to go down to the Alamo Draft House or the Art House where they don't even have seats, and I got to sit on one of them bar stools. <laughs> I got to go get my IPA. And it's bad. Uh, oops, that was a bad big slip. Oops, my bad. Um, but no, it's whatever, man. Sure. It looks different. It looks gross. You can't. <sighs> so it's interesting because I just don't like, I just don't personally see it. Like to me, it's like, uh, this is like, I don't know. It's a different coat of paint, but it's still a Marvel movie. There's still the humorous little quips. There's still, you know, it's going to have a similar plot structure. It's, I don't know. Like, I guess that's the interesting thing to me is I feel like a lot of it is like just little aesthetic things like the color grading or the, 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 the costumes. And like, to me, that's not a huge thing. It looks like nothing though. It doesn't stand out. How's it? The posters stand out because they don't follow the typical formula. And that's probably, I mean, you, some people like it and obviously I don't, but I mean, the movie looks like nothing. I mean, it doesn't have a look and feel, you know, compared to, to other things. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Next topic. What's the next topic? Brandon, do you have any other thoughts on Eternals? I just think this is going to be hilarious when it ends up being one of Adam's favorite movies. <laughs> it probably will be. I mean, it probably like will it be. probably it, like it'll it'll have you know like when we get to the actual movie, it will have all the stuff he loves, and you know, he'll be like. This is glory to Jack Kirby. I just, I, I just look forward to it. Well, I don't need, and I understand that the MCU isn't Marvel Comics and all that stuff and whatever. But yeah, whatever. I mean, it's, it is probably Marvel's most colorful IP they have. Can you guys think of anything else other than Jack Kirby's Eternals? That's just. Oh, I think I would argue Doctor Strange visually is a little more out there. Maybe. But even there, that's like three different colors, you know, green and purple and blue, right? But the Eternals is just everywhere and his designs and all that stuff. And, and they make Crow look like Drax. And I, whatever. I mean, I guess we'll see. Um, the, scoopers, so- the people who post the gifts on Twitter, say there's a reason why the Deviants look so generic. So oh, who knows? Do follow the people that post the eyes. And you'll know why they're, they look to, so generic. To me, it's, I don't see it as generic though. Like I see like a big thematic thing with both the Eternals and the Deviants and that they're both sort of versions of biological flourishing. And so like you see the Eternals and they have a lot of imagery, even in like the way the gold leaf wraps and stuff, that's like vines and plants and trees and sort of this explosion of life. Whereas the deviants have a similar deal, except for theirs is more almost like tumorous, you know, like there's all these like 
sinewy stuff and they move and they transform. And I think that the deviants are definitely going to have a shapeshifter thing to them. Like we've seen from the toys that they're able to like, kind of like Groot, like accentuate and grow and create weapons. And so to me, like all of that is grounded in the idea that they've been here since the beginning to help nourish life. And they're both about the explosion of life. Just the Eternals are in an ordered way, whereas the Deviants are a more chaotic way. Like to me, that's interesting, I think, thematically of what is life and how does it develop and how much does it get protected and pruned? And particularly when you put it in with like environmental stuff and all that, like this strikes me as a movie where you're going to be asked to think quite a bit more than a typical Marvel movie. Peace. Adios. See you later. Smell you later. Who cares? We're talking about invincible aliens that don't like their kaiju overlords. Like, come on, man. We're supposed to think about this type of crap. Why? I mean, they're whatever. Sure. It it is interesting. To me, this is in a mirror, like a, a an exact opposite of like a Waititi movie. So you look like a Thor Ragnarok. It is bright. It is splashy. It is colorful. Uh, it's really funny, really quick, really um, witty. But for me, and the reason I don't love Ragnarok, it, it all feels a bit shallow to me. Like even stuff that Waititi could have put in there better about like, colonialization and how societies create lies and myths around their formation. I feel like he kind of scratched the surface quite literally. And then was like, Hey, let's make some, some fart jokes. And so to me, this movie is going to be very much the opposite where it's going to be something that's a little less um, popcorn. Uh, You know, it's not gonna be a popcorn play. It's not going to be like a big colorful, bright, exciting movie, but it's going to be a video that a movie that's a lot more, um focused on sort of themes and deeper material if that makes sense exactly what we want from the marvel cinematic universe exactly what we want i mean it's thor ragnarok did so good because it did all that stuff look at the guardians ones there's dick jokes and penis jokes and poop jokes and all that stuff and they're gonna do good i don't know we'll see how you know shang chi does at the box office but i won't be surprised if eternals is the worst farian movie of the year for marvel wise Mm. yeah rhiannon we've talked a little bit about disney plus and you've talked how it was lacking depth is there any part of you that's hopeful that this movie might be able to do sort of some depth in a way that you know some of this other vanilla stuff has not done it for you i mean i feel like the movies have done well with having depth right um my complaint about the depth is more related to the tv shows because you can go so much deeper in a tv show i feel like they put the two hours of depth of a movie in these six hour tv shows um so i mean that's what i'm saying i think this is going to end up being way more than what we see right now than what them what they've presented um I, I I'm just gonna say I like I'm betting it's one of Adam's favorite movies of the year. I don't know. Nobody's a hard uh, hard. I mean Marvel. 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 Okay. It's not gonna beat Suicide Squad. Well, this is, hmm, probably not. No. Probably not. No. You got that right. Talk about a movie. 
beautiful colors, poop jokes, um, gore, naked men, swearing, full frontal nudity. Um, not, that's not full frontal nudity. We oh, that... how's that not full? Fr- are only women can be full frontal nudity? No, it's the, it, the there's one gorilla soldier that's totally yeah. There's one man. the one they shoot off in the distance. His oh, I, I only oh, caught okay. it the second time because uh, you don't see I missed it until the full it, frontal nudity. Then. Yes, it mm-hmm. flops in the wind. You'll notice. The, I thought you were talking about second. all the budgie smugglers. No, no. Um, both sides too. Then the and the mm-hmm. uh, gentlemen's club. There's also. There's nudity for everyone in the Suicide Squad, which really brings us together at the end of the day, you know? Man, that's the thing I hated most about that movie. I was like, this is totally gratuitous. Like those two shots you just mentioned, James Gunn's like, hey, we can put naked people in it. Let's do it. Like there was, there's no (laughs) plot purpose to any of it. I don't know. I mean, I would argue that there's more purpose to the topless dancer, you know, in the topless bar. But I guess the, the... Naked gorilla guy. Who do people actually wake up in the morning like that? Like I could understand if you're in the middle of the jungle. Not when you're open air tent camping with like thirty five other people. You don't. Right. You know when you're concerned about like bug diseases in West <laughs> Nile and stuff. Yeah, for real. Wake that's up with ex- mosquito that's bites all over your yes. stuff. No, thank you. I do not. That's the one place I don't want bug bites. Thank you. <laughs> Particularly because then you're just like itching all day and people are like, what is that dude's problem? Yes. And then they have, think you have bites from something else. Then it just starts Ugh. this whole spiral. And <laughs> Welcome to STI News Desk. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get cut out. Um, I No, probably not. not? Okay. Uh, <laughs> We've said Our, worse. I think so. All right. Well, that's Eternals trailer. Let's talk about what if. Uh, we've been through two episodes now. Peggy Carter is Captain Carter. Uh, T'Challa is Star-Lord. Uh, how have you guys enjoyed What If so far? Beautiful. So colorful. So delightful. <laughs> Didn't have to think a bit. I, I, okay, in earnest, I did love episode two a lot. Yeah. Um, the, the Star-Lord one was amazing. The surprises, man. The surprises were great. I never saw... That was spoiled by me. Um spoiled for me because i did ask one of the charles and and they did tell me um the big surprise reveal or the character or whatever if you want to call it that um but no i think it was great it was a uh now people are hating on peter quill and all sorts of stuff so it does it's super super interesting you know it would only probably work in animation form um but i've enjoyed it so far Generally. I mean, I, I do appreciate that they went on paths that they could only do in animation form. I mean, they could, yeah, okay, they, they could do whatever in live action, but I feel like they've gone on some paths that worked best as animation in both of the episodes. Yeah, I, I thought, I really liked the Carter episode. You know, Adam, you had kind of mentioned that it was kind of shot for shot remake of first avenger but then when shumagorath showed up and they were like fighting a tentacle monster through an interdimensional portal i was like no this is this is different <laughs> yeah kind of sort of yeah i mean is it shumagorath though i mean i assume so i yeah. thought it was going that, <laughs> that way and that was actually going to be our tie into dr strange too but then they came back to it and that kind of bummed me out a bit because then that hinted that she like killed it them 
they, them. I do not know the gender pronouns for Shumagor. I think that's what you're asking. I think that's just why they is just proper, right? I don't know. Shuma. We'll just big daddy Shuma. That's probably a step back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, I don't, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. I was typing out an apology in my notes app. Um, But no, it was shot for shot up until then. I mean, yeah, I mean that one was more similar. I felt like that first episode was to like to to ease people into the concept, right? Like they picked an episode that was very similar to the first movie to get people conceptually on board with what if before they really went bonkers with anything. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, but I feel like they did enough different that it felt like I was watching something different. I feel like in the Peggy Carter episode I had issues. I had issues with Bucky giving the Queen Victoria line because to me that was always a very sexist, very like demeaning line. So to turn around and have Bucky giving it, um, felt like they were trying to fit in stuff from the movie in weird ways. Um, but then it felt like a different enough story. I mean, they gave Steve the they kept steve alive i thought they were just going to kill off steve in the very beginning um yeah keeping him alive giving him the technology that evidently uh uh, evidently howard could have just created and didn't no he needed so the problem was never the suit it was having a power source for the suit because that's the thing that tony that was the genius in the cave for Tony was creating the, the, the core in his chest, like the okay. New York reactor. So the Tesseract was a power source, powerful enough to run a suit earlier than that technology would otherwise be available. Okay. All right. Tesseract can do whatever it wants. The Tesseract is essentially all six infinity stones. <laughs> <laughs> if the writers want it to be. Truth. How did Hydra get the Tesseract back? I missed that like all three be- times I watched it. Because it powers the suit. So when Steve and the suit oh, fall off okay. the train, they picked up the suit and it had the Tesseract in it. Gotcha. I'm like, wait, they that was just on that meanie's desk. Yeah. Old Bradley Woodford. Yeah. yeah, I do love how they just killed Tommy Lee Jones. So they have to worry about like trying to hire him back, you know? It was interesting. It does give, it should give people an appreciation for professional voice actors. Yeah. Because not necessarily all actors can also voice act. Um, you know who I thought really shined was uh, Seth Green, because he's done so much of this stuff over the years. Right. As soon as Howard started talking, I was like, oh, this is a professional voice actor doing this, you know? Right. It, uh, several times, um, you could it was noticeable particularly with the 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 guy the gentleman that kept making fish jokes what was with the fish jokes was i missing something is that in captain america the first avenger when bucky keeps making fish jokes that make no sense in the because watch it he makes like three weird fish jokes like octopus joke and some other fish joke and he's like oh sardines or something and i wasn't I couldn't remember what was going on, but yeah, Bucky, every time he opens his mouth, it's a fish joke. That's weird. Hmm. I don't know why. 
So did you guys get choked up at all uh, hearing Chadwick Boseman again? I know Rhiannon, the trailer was a bit much for you, but. I I mean, for me, like by the time we got to that episode, there was something about the way the voices were sterilized and into it and how some of them were the initial actors and some of them weren't like, by the time we watched the episode, no, like the little thing at the end did get me like um but it could have been any voice actor during the episode itself yeah how about you guys i think it was it was nice i'm amazed how many of them feel like they sound different benicio del toro was the worst to me i was like that was benicio del toro like like they don't even sound the same it's kind of bizarre so right like i mean to me this Steve Rogers in the first episode sounded just like him, but that wasn't him. But like Haley Carter, like Captain Carter to me, yeah, like it didn't sound like Haley to me, to like Haley Atwell. Um, So I don't know. Yeah, like by by the time I got to the second episode, it was just this is a voice for the yeah whatever. Yeah, I also have weird thoughts about like when do accents form. So like. T'Challa, if he's like taken up as an eight-year-old, like would his accent hold that long in life, particularly when he's got Yondu as like a parent figure, or would that fade? Like the idea he had a thick Wakandan accent after 30 years in space seemed odd, but so I have several friends that are South African and moved to America at around 14. Okay. Like like uh, like several friends all around that same age. And it really kind of feels to me that they keep the accent if they want to hold on to it and they lose it if they want to lose it. Yeah. So, you know, I can easily explain that away as he wanted to, you know, he wanted to keep that part of himself. So he kept the accent. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. I feel like I cut you off. Do you have something? No, Eternal sucks, man. Um, what was I gonna say? No, well, Josh, it all I, down again. I thought no, I thought Josh Brolin did great when he showed yeah. up. I'm like, yeah. oh man, this is amazing. Now, is he in the opening credits? I or did they hide that? Not no. I don't think they have many people on opening credits. Well, see, I'm gonna have to start not watching because right. this week I saw Carrie Coon's name and yeah. I was like, Oh geez, the black order's in this. Now I know that. I wish I hadn't right. read the credit like that used to happen with me with Daredevil too, you know, like we'd watch yeah. an episode and there would be like, or not that, but like, uh, like you watch an episode of Luke Cage and then like you see Finn Russell's name in the credits and you're like, Oh, now I know Iron Fist is going to be in this one. You know, Finn Russell, Finn Jones. Finn Jones. I'm just oh, wondering, wondering where the Russell came from. I don't know. That's interesting. Finn Russell. Maybe I was thinking about, um, uh, ego speaking of finn russell we should there's some big i can't keep i'm sorry big finn jones news this week were we gonna touch on that or there's big finn jones oh news? yes did you the see stunt coordinator the oh Brett yes Chain, i the saw that um yeah that. wow um so if you guys hadn't heard the brett chan was just nominated for an emmy for warrior i believe um dynamite show you guys need to watch it Two seasons on HBO Max. Third season's coming. Amazing show. Um, Andrew Koji's amazing. Um, he should actually be Iron Fist when Iron Fist comes back. But so Brett Chan, the stunt coordinator, said he didn't say Finn didn't 
work, but he was going off this on this tangent saying when you have an actor that doesn't want to train or a lead actor that doesn't want to train, blah, blah, blah. Then he went on to praise Jessica Henry. So he alluded to, is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are both better dictionaries than me. Um, He both, he alluded to Fenn not wanting to work at all, which is just another tank of gas to throw on the fire because we've heard of so much stuff, right? I mean, last we heard was that they gave him 15 minutes to rehearse or something. Well, I was about to say, filming. when I heard those comments, my first thought was whoever Finn's PR person is, if you're an actor, go hire them. Because they totally spun the story right. that poor Finn really cared. He wanted to be a great Iron Fist, but, you know, stupid Marvel was cheap or Netflix was cheap and they didn't give him enough time to work out. And if he had had the right time, he would have been great. And then you hear from the stunt corner, he's like, nah, that guy's lazy. Like, <laughs> that is quite the 180, you know? Well, yeah. and I mean, that that didn't hold up when you see him in season two and he's not any better. Yeah. But. Spicy. The Defenders verse lives. It does. Oh, it got there, some traction. There is so much between that and like the Jeff Loeb hates Asian people storyline that came out, you know, like you, there's, there is a tell all book. Somebody needs to write about the defenders verse on Netflix and what all really went down in the background. I, yeah. I, I would be very interested to hear Jeff Loeb's side of all that story. Yeah. Not not because i think it would change yeah i i totally believe shinkoda and what he said yeah what everything he said i just want to know i want to know what was going on behind the scenes there um yeah you should write this book i mean like you're a quasi insider with this kinds of element you could probably get people to talk off the record yeah but then it would be on the record because it would be a book yeah, but you just say like somebody who was on the production team, right? Like, yeah, I don't have it in me. That would involve, I don't know. I wouldn't want to taint it. I wouldn't want to know the truth. What if I got behind the scenes and I did find out that there was a whole bunch of like awful stuff? Yeah, that's true. Then... It is bizarre though that people think the buck stops at Jeff Loeb when Ike Perlmutter was his direct oversight and we know ike is the world's biggest piece of crap yeah well yeah and he was and he was reporting to so many people i mean between netflix and yeah anyways we've gone through it a million times yeah. but and i always love the budget piece too that they like budgeted the shows together mm-hmm. like we all know how it is when you go on vacation and you're gonna like spend the same amount every day but then there's something really great on the first day of vacation. And so you splurge a little. And by the last day of vacation, you're eating, you know, Ritz crackers and cheese whiz. Like it totally makes sense that that would have happened on the Netflix shows. <laughs> yep. So anyway, Josh Brolin did a really good job in what if episode two, I do send yeah. a Jeff Loeb inquiry once a week, by the way. <laughs> um, and whoever does write the book, it doesn't need to be called just three words. We all know what it's called. Mm-hmm. it's, it's all, all connected, connected. yeah you know, it's all connected that's what that yeah. book needs to be called um, i think it should be called it's all something but <laughs> uh, points of connectivity points of connectivity <laughs> talking talking about hard pivots huh 
That, that was, oh, so man, anyways yeah uh josh berlin popping up i i thought that was a cool little twist um that they were ragging on Thanos. i don't know i think we've all just wanted to rag on thanos and the genocide of it all so i just enjoyed that for what it is i, I do find it really fascinating too that like he still kind of likes the idea Oh, he totally likes the idea. But like it says to me, that's like a really interesting question of like, if somebody has a really questionable, like morally questionable position on something, but they go, "Uh, I get that. I can't do it because like nobody else agrees with me and it probably wouldn't be the right thing to do. But in my heart, I kind of think it is, you know, like how much, how much slack do you cut somebody who has like a terrible thought, but they don't want to turn that into action. You know, like I don't, to me, that was all kind of interesting. Yeah, and I could see that playing out with a lot of subjects that we're looking at in today's society, or even the results of, you know, things that we let people get by with that attitude 150 years ago. Right. You know, would it be better to have zero tolerance for certain yeah, for genocide. I mean, let's just right. for zero tolerance for genocide. You know, no, you've thought about committing genocide. Therefore, we're going to shun you, even if you don't do it. Um, how does that go? Yeah. But I, they also did a good job. I feel like comics and Marvel stuff really works well with like moments. You know, there's like that panel in a comic that really like you're like, whoa, cool. And they did a good job in this episode. There were little highlighted like beats, you know, like when they said that Thanos was crazy and he goes, no, I'm mad. You know, like, yeah, that's like the kind of moment in a theater that you whoop and holler and everybody gets excited about. And I like that they like wrote the the episode. So it had that punch to it, you know? Yeah. Oh, Caleb, do you have sound effects? Like we do, um, need starting this week we do need a weekly segment that goes cox alert or something you know like a breaking news update with the charlie cox alert might be this week everyone it could be yeah so we can transition to talk about that a little bit everything that a lot of people are rumoring online we could see a spidey trailer somewhat close to when this podcast comes out yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i haven't heard anything about echo being in it which i'm sure is what adam is alluding to but Echo and Spider-Man Away Home? Alakwa Cox? Yeah, Alakwa Cox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Either way, there's going to be Cox in the No Way Home trailer. That's all I'm saying. There's going to be several, actually. (laughs) There there might be more than one. You know, maybe even more than Suicide Squad. Who knows? There might be. Someone posted, a scooper posted um, Daredevils and Echo, too. I can't remember. Was that in a dream? Maybe I don't I know. That. that would just make sense. Though. I mean, or let's put this I let one. It slip. I saw it. I yeah. No, it it was people sharing from a private scooper Discord. Oh. I, I mean, the reality Discord. of it, if Daredevil <laughs> is in this stuff, then he's going to be an Echo. You know, like to me, if yeah. he's in any of the Disney Plus stuff, Echo is the place that he most fits. So, yeah. or second yeah. most fits. I don't know, She Hulk with the lawyer stuff, but. I mean, I feel like, I mean, to have, Echo, I mean, Echo was a Daredevil character. Right. Like, there's not a ton of standalone Echo stuff. So, 
to have an echo series and not have daredevil in it would be weird but um i am cautiously optimistic that there might be something really exciting in the next week with the spider-man trailer yeah so we all think it's going to happen this week finally is that true i I feel like what comes out yeah, I feel like the CinemaCon stuff has been all but confirmed from very official people. So uh, let's play a game. What's one thing you think will be in this trailer this week? Mm, Tom Holland. <laughs> mm. Very good guess, Rhiannon. That's that's great. <laughs> the overall, I don't know. We'll see. I have... I, I'm going to say there'll be a shot of Alfred Molina. Since Molina already spoke build his guts about it and we know he's in it like real official official there's no reason to hold it back there will be some shot of alfred molina even if it's just the stinger it's my guess i think this first one is going to be extremely disappointing for people and not have a bunch of the stuff that people are expecting i mean i think it's going to be like tom holland aunt may maybe jay jonah yeah. maybe you know but i think it's 30 I think seconds it's- of him and zendaya knocking on the sanctum door and yep. then it opens and then we're done yeah 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 and then maybe a little blip of like holy crap stuff's gonna happen but i i i predict this one to be very boring i predict that no matter what happens i will maybe edit a video that's the trailer with a sound clip of you going oh crap something's going to happen and just put it over top please do so do it <laughs> definitely go for it um speaking of which this is now the shortest time frame right caleb as of august 16th so i do not have my earliest data goes to i think either thor or iron man 2 so i don't i don't have data for like the first couple mcu movies um because the marvel youtube doesn't go back that late but yes this is now if it hits monday for example i think it's going to be 116 days before the movie and the previous record was 123 days for captain america the first avenger so Everyone's saying CinemaCon. I do believe they'll show it there. Um, and, and people were doing the eye emojis and all that stuff. Uh, but I do wonder if they want to try to get through Shang-Chi and, and double down and, and make sure. I don't know. I do suppose. So didn't Feige make some sort of comment to comic book about like, isn't this enough? Like, I mean, like when, didn't somebody ask him about the trailer and he was kind of jerkish about it? I haven't read the article. I didn't give it a click. But I've seen the headlines. I mean, I did see that he told somebody that there will be a trailer for this movie at some point. Okay. I I thought it was interesting. I could be wrong. He said, I mean, I thought it was weird that he said there'll be a trailer at some point. You know, the this has been weird, and as Adam said, we're later in the game than we've ever been. I wouldn't put it past them to only do one trailer for this. Like, I know they have some time. There's there's still four months left, or a little less than four months. But I would not totally put it past them to only do one for this movie. But that's just a random guess. Oh, I, I feel like if this movie is going to have as much in it as everybody seems to say it's going to have in it... I feel like they're going to want the world to know. I don't think they're going to go into a movie that they're hoping to make billions on 
and give it one trailer. We'll see. It's interesting that Endgame was their big, big bet, right? Like they put $300 million into making the thing. It was a huge movie. When you look back, there is not much in the Endgame trailers. They did an incredible job. They showed almost nothing in those trailers that wasn't in the first 15 minutes of the movie. So there was two, but there was not a lot of content in those. Um, so that was the one, that's an example in my mind of where they really scaled back on the promo machine on something that they wanted to make a ton of money on. So, um, yeah, Armor Wars hired a writer, apparently. Uh, yes, that worked with Don Cheadle on something else, right? Is he, uh, he's getting producer credits on Armor Wars then, or do we know? I don't know. Also, public this week, Riri Williams is in Black Panther 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, an exclusive to comicbook.com, your one-stop shop for all your latest uh, comic book in fast food news. <laughs> comicbook.com slash IRL. Big Taco Bell news is dropping Monday. Um, breakfast is coming back. Ooh. I really like Taco Bell breakfast. It's good. It's coming back. I didn't know it was gone. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was back. gone either. It's back Monday. Maybe it never really left. They would just like us to think it left and came back. Hey, Adam, how long are nacho fries? Are they still around? Um, I tried ordering them Wednesday. Is that Wednesday? And they weren't there. Oh, um, no. As an honorary member of Fry Force, I should know, but I didn't. Our, know. our six-year-old right. loves the nacho fries. I haven't made it over there yet, so I may have screwed up badly. Um, yeah, did you tell her they're back? If not, yeah, you know. she sees the signs on the side of the restaurant we drive by. Uh, tell her those are nacho fries. <laughs> Just tell her those are. This is pretty smart. Nacho, there, right? nacho fries. Just nacho fry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a it's a dad joke. Yeah. Just yep. go with it. <laughs> oh. All right. Any other thoughts on any Marvel stuff for a wrap up? I'll like Eternals. I, I feel bad kind of going against that now. I did um I would like to say my uh, official apology tweet is going out shortly. <laughs> I actually just tweeted my apology note. To okay. Eternals fans, and I'm sure people are going to get pissed off at it, um, because yeah. I realize it upset some lifelong fans of one of Marvel's least known intellectual <laughs> properties. Um, so that is from the bottom of my heart um, that I upset Eternals fans this week. Yeah, I, I mean, you're touching on some really soft spots there, Adam. They have been so incredibly. Um, brushed aside over the years as as someone who loves the inhumans i i'm pretty happy that my my inhumans fandom is close to my detroit lions fandom and like we have suffered enough that none of you have a candle to hold against me i like you don't even mention lions anymore you're just like no one needs to know i like the lions (laughs) are you you're a lions fan right lions and patriots well yeah i mean so the lions are my childhood team and it's who i mm-hmm. you know cheer for at my core i live in new england i like it when they win i was a big tom brady guy because he was a michigan guy mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. is that why you moved to new england 
just followed old Tom around? No, it was coincidental, but it, it was nice. It's really weird. I, I kind of like the Patriots winning. I like the Celtics winning. I'm okay with the Bruins. Hate the Red Sox. So and love Duncan. No, not really. No, no, no. Oh, uh oh. I thought I was saying controversial I, stuff I'm, on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not a coffee drinker, really. So I have discovered a uh, cold brew, like nitro, Starbucks, the little uh, sweet cream and caramel. I can drink that, but that's about it. The cold brew is easier on my stomach. The hot stuff just messes me up. Oh, so that is like a, okay. That is a thing. That's good. Yeah. I've heard, I don't know if this is true. I may be crazy. Coffee people tell us. Um, I've heard that when you hot brew coffee, there's a lot more acid in it than if you cold brew it. And the acidity gives me stomach aches. So that's a good way to say it. Family friendly way to say explosive poops. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's just a general miserableness. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not good. All right. Um, awesome. I assume we'll probably podcast next week because there's probably a Spider-Man trailer to talk about next week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because Labor listening. Day weekend might be harder. So, yeah. Oh, that's true. So let's do next week. Yeah. Well, Shang Chi comes out that week though too. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll just we'll figure it out. I mean, Shang Chi's not next week. No, it's like, in two weeks. It's Labor, it's Labor Day, Day weekend. weekend. Yeah. Which I accidentally mm-hmm. forgot about and booked a trip to Kentucky and I'm not going to a movie theater in Kentucky. So I'm watching it as soon as I get back to New York. Yeah, I don't blame you. So what day is today? Today is Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, August 21st. We'll play by. Yeah, we'll just whatever. You'll we'll see us that. when you see us. You see, that's correct. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support us on Patreon, that'd be great. Patreon.com slash Marvel News Desk. Just helps us pay all the bills and all that stuff. Like us on social media and all that kind of stuff. Uh, thanks for listening to the show, and we'll see you next week.